welcome, ladies and gentle beings, to the third episode of Tales from Ophidium Games. I am Hugo Frebre, and today I'm gonna talk to you about the most recent Ophidium drama. Ophidium Wars was cancelled this week, a couple of days ago, actually. I was... I was exchanging emails with Carl, the creator of Ophidium Wars, about some images that I didn't have on, add on my collection, personal collection. And suddenly, he, He received an email from the game crafter asking him to review the images on his product, Ophidium Wars products. Well, Ophidium Wars was originally released in 2015. That's them. seven years ago and they've been lucrating with even though Ophidium never had that many sales it did that it did add enough sales to make a profit for the game crafter but now apparently someone made a complaint about the artwork. Well, seven years ago Carl arranged all the artwork by talking to upcoming artists, asking if he could use their hearts into the game. And they say, yeah, you can. After all, it's It was really free publicity to the work. And things got stayed that way. Until now, apparently someone got a little bit greedy and wanted more money. Well, a contract or a wording a spoken contract or a, a handshake deal that was made seven years ago it's a little bit complicated to prove that you had so Carl didn't, didn't want any troubles with justice and I, I do agree with him maybe Removing Ophidium Wars totally from, from the internet was the best option. At least on the sales term. As an artist myself, I can I can cope with him. As a designer, I can cope with him. I really don't understand why seven years after someone decided, hey, I want more money. 
if you not do not remove that i will sue you that's stupid that's unfair to the ones that that have that that were involved with the creation not a product if you didn't want your hard work be featured just say so during the periods when someone asks you hey can i use your heart yes or no if you said so no no one would use it why now seven years later again it's stupid but hey things happens nowadays that unfortunately it is what it is so i do wish carl managed to set things straight and don't be penalized on his other games that are none of idiom universe related Uh, he's a good dude, so I'm with him. But that leaves me in a tough position, as I have uh, Ophidium Wars fan product in the Game Crafter Store, although I still haven't got any notification, I'm actually done planning to remove it. It's a f you can go there, click on the download free, and ta-da! You got a few new games to add to a game that almost no one knew, actually. So who cares? As an artist, if I'm not willing to to participate in a project, I just say no. Moving on, maybe I might edit this, maybe not, this is actually just a rant, uh, some things, uh, I really don't get it nowadays, back in the days things were actually easy, simple, you want to help, yes or no, hey, and that was so That was it. Nothing more, nothing else. I was saying, Ophidium Wars will not disappear from the blog. It's part of Ophidium history. And the Ophidium Universe site is there just for that. As a, a place where everyone can learn if they're interested in the history of Ophidium games as well as this podcast so yeah expect to hear from other things of Ophidium Wars in upcoming episodes another thing that I want to state is that Even though Ophidium Wars was now cancelled, Ophidium 2060 from Hack and Slash Games 
is gone. We still have no word on Akin Slash Games Arenaverse that even though isn't part of the Ophidium universe, the game itself shares the flow mechanisms. So from time to time I will talk about it. But it's been two, three months without any news actually, so I really don't know what's happening on their sides. I've asked uh, and a reply. So right now you got just my upcoming Ophidium Redux line and as all of the artwork from Ophidium Redux line was made by me, all the graphics are made by me, I really don't give a f- damn on a console culture and my release is still on. Expect more news in upcoming episodes and mark the dates November 2022 that is the date when I will release the first installment of Ophidium Redux I do hope that by that time I know more about Arenaverse and I know more about what really happened to Ophidium Wars. So this week I probably won't release any fiction but as this is just a rant unless I'm recording this on a Friday and to be released on a Sunday. I still have two days one day ahead of me. So unless my my mind eases a little bit tomorrow and I will add it some fiction to get this episode a little bit more soft and not just a rant I will probably do it but for now I think it's all next week I won't be releasing an episode I'm gonna take the week off to finish the last details on the first of Ethereum Redux release Legacy of the Arenas it's a box a storage box where you can hold all your Ophidium Redux cards plus your Ophidium 2350 CCG cards plus your 
Ophidium 2360 cards and maybe you still got a little bit of space for the Ophidium Wars ones too. So it, it's gonna be a big box with uh, 90 plus 90 cards extras, some rules, a new rule book, and some goodies that I'm gonna talk on the next episodes in two weeks. But for now, I'm eating, I can still be here a little bit. So my point is, Ophidium 2350, Sisiki is dead. Ophidium Wars is dead. Ophidium 2360 is dead. Arena is on hiatus. But I hope you you will stay for Ophidium Redux. It's gonna be different gonna be compatible at least with Ophidium 2350 and 2360 but it's gone if you look at cars you will see something peculiar but I hope you like it overall and in the hands I'm having uh, hell of fun making those. Some cards will change the game forever. Other times, other times, some cards will just be eh, meh. I know there's a little bit for all. And hey, we will have more pesky virus that you can read more on the blog and hell we will have a ton of new gladiators waiting for enter the battle by the way you can read all their bios on the blog they've been there for ages for the ones who don't know it so look for the names you don't know I think I'm gonna end this for now. Sorry for the rants. No, that my rant is out. And sorry once again, but I really needed to pull that out. So we are now in promise to present you. A new thing related to fictions, the OEN Spotlight. It's in a peculiar way, as I used one of those voice conversers, so I try to 
to make it look as human as possible. But I, I think that it fits well into the Theophilium universe. But without further use, let's start our Augean Spotlights. Hello there, my very good friends. I am Yura Katasak from Ophidian Gladiatorial News Service, bringing you all a brand new OGN series featuring your favorite gladiators. Starting today I'm bringing to you all the insights, news and rumors regarding your favorite gladiators from Ophidian League or any other league for the matter, and no matter if they are on the big league or not, as long as you want to know more about him or her, I will bring to you all you need to know. But without further dues, on this new format, Let's start this brand new edition of the OGN Gladiator Spotlight. Powered by EMS Galactic Multimedia Experience Group. The story of the Fang, Lady Wargana entering the Ophidian League is unique at most, as so far she was a one-off treaty deal between the Ophidian Empire and the Yotun sealed on 2350, let's delve into that story first. Sixteen years ago, the Ophidian Empire discovered a strange spatial anomaly on the verge of the Outlands. Then. In 2346, the first automated probes were sent. They uncovered a planet named Solaria on the other side of the anomaly. The data returned by the probes revealed an unknown mineral called Solarium that had the potential to give the Paltech regime a significant advantage. More information was needed, so the first Sophidian scouts were sent undercover to Solaria in 2347. There they observed the internal wars and the rarity of Solarium factors that had gripped the planet since the fracture. As two new factions arose on Solaria, threatening the control of the remaining Solarium, the Yotun and the Synthian, but the Ophidian Empire could not afford to wait. So they sent some of the best gladiators of the arenas on a mission, under the leadership of the mercenary Karif Pentarch, to Solaria to deliver an ultimatum, either each Solarian faction would send one representative to fight in the Ophidian arenas to determine the fate of the remaining Solarium, or the Ophidian Empire would invade and Masse and attempt take it by force. Like all the Yotun, Lady Wargana is part of the finest of all Solaria's survivors, they are the brightest light, and the greatest hope for a new dawn on the planet Solaria. Her brother Lord Fenris Hrothgar the Wolf is one of the highest-ranking combatants of the Yotun. He leads his troops, inspiring them with his unmatched martial skill and tactical prowess. But being the little sister of one high combatant meant that Lady Wargana was obliged to stay in the back seat inside the wolf's den fortress, not because she wasn't strong enough, but due to the overprotecting sentiment that Fenris has toward his sister. Over time and again, during simulations and trials Lady Wargana surpassed his elite showcasing a battle ability and tactics that would rival or even surpass the one that her brother has, but even that wasn't enough for him to lose his control and let her be the combatant that she knew she would be. When the Ophidian Empire released their Sularian ultimatum, 
she was the first and only Yotun representative to volunteer to fight in the Ophidian arenas to determine the fate of the remaining Sularium. At first, she only entered the Ophidian arenas to defy her brother and to be free of his control, as she thought that the arenas were a strange place, with strange politics even worse than the Suraria ones. But as soon as she gained the stage name of the Fang due to her unique combat training, and started winning matches, she found out that the Ophidian Empire may be a place for her after all. After the Ophidian Solaria Protocols match to determine the fate of the remaining Solarium, the Fang Lady Wurgana saw herself on the winning team, and for the Yotun that was a cursed blessing, as they knew that it would make the Ophidian Empire an ally, as long as the Empire would get a share of Solarium, they also knew that the Synthian would attack again, as soon as the Ophidian forces would look the other way. But for Lady Wurgana gaining that match gave her a free pass to return to the Ophidian arenas any time she desired, and as for the PBP, Pirate Band Inter-System Press, latest reports and rumors she might return sooner than expected. Do you dream of conquest and combat? If so, and you want to receive all updates, insiders, exclusives, don't forget to subscribe our channels. Again, Nofidium Gladiator Race, new service, Hagiam, Independent Gladiator, Information Messenger, PBP, Pirate Band Inter-System Press, and Gi and B Galactic News Building. Powered by GMX Galactic Multimedia Experience Group. We're back to explore the metadata for the Fang, meaning her arena stats. More so, at the end of this video, we're also breaking the fourth wall and look at the cards made for Lady Wurgana so far. Even though Lady Wurgana has only a few arena matches on her belt, she received a 4VP rank for competing on the Ophidian League. Her origin is the planet Solaria, on the Curus Uaba universe. Ophidian managed to reach it through a wormhole that lies on Quadrant 3. For the League, her type is human, even though she originally is a Yotun in nature. Her gender for ranking purposes is female. And her disciplines are war and mystic, as she is a warrior mystic. For the ones at home that like to break the fourth wall, let's see Lady Wurgana gone cardboard, as currently she only has two cards ever made. But at level 1 she possesses life 13, rage 7, and with the attack damage of 1, once again proves that the Fang, Lady Wurgana is a force to be reckoned. So there you have it, that's all for tonight's episode. Of course don't forget to like, share and subscribe to Ophidian Universe. You can also leave a comment below and head over to ophidianuniverse.blogspot.com to read yourself some articles and other stories. My name is Yura Katasak and if you are interested I'll be right here next week for a brand new OGN Spotlight. I really hope that you have liked this episode and the brand new of OGN Spotlight. Uh, if you like for me to showcase our gladiators this way, please say so, as it's uh, a long week work, so I'm trying to make a couple of ones in a row to see if I can on each upcoming episode to publish at least one new spotlight.
I also want to tell you that next week we are not uh, we will be not having an episode as I'm thinking about fixating the, the show uh, on um, bi-weekly basics so uh, let's see how this goes as we're still standing right standing finding our foot so with that said and done I'm grateful that you you are listening you are still interested and I hope to see you in your arenas remember it's arena time